I feel like if most deaf was like selling cocaine and doing spoken word, <laughs> it would be open air. And like, I'll maybe because I used to do poetry, but like, I, I love, and then the fact that he throwing shots at the politicians while also talking about moving coke on the water, you know. Yo, welcome to Beards and Bars. That was enthusiastic. Yes, uh, your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and, of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out last episode where we covered that Pusha T album. Make sure you go and check that out. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe. Wherever you are listening at, whether it be Google, Apple Podcasts, or whether you're watching us on YouTube right now. Thank you to the longtime subscribers who've been checking us out for a long time. Continue to rock with us. We appreciate you guys. If you're watching, you see a lot of faces on the screen right now. Yes. Come on, who do we have here today? What's going on? We having us a little Zoom party tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, got, um, we got the good people of Turner House Brewery tonight. Um, we pew, got... Pew, 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 uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> we got... Uh, I don't know exactly where these people are for, for you all, but we got uh, Blair and Nate Akins. We got uh, Steve Turner. We got Ryan Turner. Um, they are all part of, they all make up, um, different branches of Turner House Brewery. Um, uh, we're going to talk to them a little bit about their journey, what they got going on, um, how they started, all that good stuff. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit of rap. Let's get it. <laughs> oh man. I believe, <laughs> I believe we're going to talk a, a little bit about <laughs> rap and music in general. Okay. Um, okay. I'm Nothing sure. crazy. We won't. We yeah, won't. Yeah. No, you know, just some, some light stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into that, um, what are we drinking, everyone? What are we drinking? I, you know, I, so I think we mostly all of us have just the. I'll, I'll kick it off because I really get the opportunity to come with a back-to-back type of demo. I've been holding these beers since I went to these esteemed guests uh, kickoff for this beer that I have this week. Um, I had it last week, so if you're listening to me again, I'm back with uh, the Gazelle joint here. This is a hazy IPA coming in at 8% ABV. I'm going to let the guests talk, though. I mean, they have it as well, but I think they may have an OG version. I, I don't know what's going on, but let's let's go to Ryan first. Ryan, what, what you got over there? Oh, man. It's, 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 a, it's the same thing, just nine a can in the bottle, the Gazelle. Gotcha. You know, we it's did a special release here in Chicago. So how can I not have it tonight, man? True, true, true. Yeah. Steve, Steve, what you got, man? Steve, what you man, got? I, man, I'm hey, I'm repping the same thing. Now this oh. is an older bottle, but uh, <laughs> it's the can version of it, actually. So when um when you have your own brewery, you have perks like having a tap system in your backyard. So I just poured it right on my own tap. Bam, gazelle, we ready. <laughs> nice, nice. That was, that was a flex. Uh, let's go. It was a little bit of a flex. It was. It was. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it, it ain't hip-hop if you ain't flexing a little bit, right? True, true. I like it. <laughs> true. Blair, what you got? Yeah, you know, keeping the same train going. I also have the gazelle tonight. And for so now, we getting down to non-Turner House. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Go shout out the gazelle. Uh, we had a we had a dope brew day yesterday with the good guys at Black Horizon. 
So shout out to Kev, Alex, Charles. Um, so I'm drinking their double IPA chicken fried pump. Uh, it's they say it's 10 percent. Man, it drinks like a five. So. Uh, so, yeah, I got a big boy. We're going to drink this. And then next I'm moving to the homies at Funky Town. They uh, they just dropped the gym shoe weather, the Belgian pale ale, 5.2 percent. Uh, so, yeah, so just want to shout out the, uh, some of our favorite black brewers while we on here today. So that is that is very fly. I grabbed a beer out of this joint that was cold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually having sunrise over northerly island. Um, this Butcher, is okay. hot butcher situation. Um, uh, Chicago land area. Right. Right. OT. I think. They brought a dairy and you know, I'm a Western suburb kid, so yeah, out, out this true, way. So, yeah, true. Chicago land area, yeah, Chicago land yeah. Area. right? Right, yeah. uh, Pacific Sunrise Hop India Pale Ale. Uh, this is 6.25 percent. Um, so, this they got it all the way down to the 0. 0.25, yeah, that's exactly. right? <laughs> Shout look, out to look. I hey. like the fact that you said that. I actually want to go ahead and, and get right into it. Um, the fact that you even mentioned the um, the point two five, you know, y'all know a lot about beer. You sure. all have, tell us. Oh, I I know a little bit about how you started, mm-hmm. um, but there are people that are listening and watching that have no idea um, who you are, what you have done. Um, who can tell us the beginnings of Turner House? How did it, why, why a brewery? I've heard many times it is not wise to start a brewery. I've heard that. We've had people oh. come on the show and said it's not a good fiscal in, uh, investment. Um, why, why start a brewery? <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll start on that and then I'll pivot to uh, Blair because the, the whole conception of Turner House Brew started with myself and Blair. Um, so I received a home brewer kit, um, about, Ooh, God, I'm going to age myself right now, but that was probably damn near 10 years ago, nine or 10 years ago. Um, and I was super excited about it. I was at that point, a very serious beer enthusiast like yourselves. And, um, it came along with a book, uh, and I read the book like Man, I had to read that book like 10 times, which to any school teacher that ever watches this that knows me from school, that is a major feat for me to read anything more than once, let alone 10 times. So I read the book like 10 times and I got really familiar with the process because everybody that told me uh, that homebrew before, they were like, oh, you're going to screw up your first batch. So I was determined not to screw up my first batch. And so... Brewed the, uh, read the book 10 times, brewed the beer in January. Um, back in those days, doing all grain uh, brewing at your home without the sophisticated equipment, uh, it, it, it takes about 30 to 45 days before your beer is actually ready to drink from brew day. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. So if you're at home and you want a home brew, you're not going to drink it for a while. It's the biggest exercise and delayed gratification that you can ever imagine. Um, but anyway, so can I, about can, I interject? can I interject real quick? Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Oh, I can tell you. So basically, um, 
fermentation, no matter if you're brewing on a big system or a small system, it's going to take two weeks minimum. Uh, now, if you're using fancy yeast like uh, like um, Omega yeast or, or some of those guys, uh, what's the other guys? Oh, shoot, I'm losing the name of the other folks right now. But if you're using liquid yeast or a fancy yeast, you might be able to cut it down to a week and a half. But it's going to at least take you two weeks off, of, off the gate on that. Then if you don't have CO2 and a CO2 tank to carbonate the beer in some type of apparatus to actually hold that type of pressure into liquid, um, like a keg or something of that nature, you got to do what's called bottle conditioning. And bottle conditioning is natural carbonation. That shit takes about three to four weeks, maybe even six months. Uh, it takes a long, long time. And basically what you do is uh, what I was doing back then. So this is a fun story to tell. Back then when I was brewing at home, I was brewing one gallon batches and I would put I would during my brew day, I would drink uh, as much beer out of bottles that I can that came with twist off tops, not pop off tops because I could reuse them. So I would sanitize and reuse them at the end of the uh, at the end of fermentation and then put the beer into the bottle. And then in order to start that um, bottle conditioning or that self-carbonation, you have to put something like honey or agave nectar or something in there to reactivate the yeast and then bottle it and then let it sit in the refrigerator in a cold, dark space. So that's what takes the extra time to get it right. Um, so from the time that I brewed my first, my very, very first beer, which is a grapefruit lager, which may sound familiar to some on the call. <laughs> um, I finished that grapefruit lager. And uh, unfortunately, the day that it was finished was Super Bowl Sunday. And it was also the day that our grandmother passed away, me and Blair's grandmother, me, Blair and Ryan's grandmother. Uh, so I packed all the beer up, took it to Chicago. And Blair, I'll let you take the story on from there. Yeah, so the Steve came to Chicago because that's where the funeral was up here. Um, and so after the funeral, we had, you know, you know, act, like after repass, came together at my parents' house. We were talking, we were trying the beer. It was the first time everyone got to try it. And it was really good, I, I must say. <laughs> like, did a good job on that first go around. It was really good. And so, you know, we were kind of just talking. Um, Steve, I was getting into beer at that time. Steve, like I said, like he said, had been a beer enthusiast. So we were just like chatting up with our family. We're like, hey, you know, we should start a brewery. And I was, I was serious about it. Like I took out my phone. I took some notes from that meeting. I actually still have those notes in my phone today. Shout out to however Apple does that, you know, now keeping your stuff along the years. Um, so I still have that that phone that note in my phone today, and so we were like, "Yeah, we should do this." But then at that time, um, Steve and I weren't living in the same city. I was about to be in Atlanta. I was not in London then, but about to be living in Atlanta while he was in Nashville. So it was an idea. We, like, about Nashville, about hometown. Yeah, <laughs> idea. So we just like talked about it a little bit, but then fast forward, um, like what four or five years ago, my sense of time is all messed up. Um, but Steve moved to Chicago. So then we were all in Chicago and, we're, and I came to him. I was like, okay, we're here. I was serious I was about starting this brewery. Like, 
let's do this. And so then from there, you know, we really got serious. Steve, Nate and I were brewing every Saturday for about a year and a half to like literally every Saturday home brewing five gallon batches to like perfect uh, our starting recipes. And then kind of the rest is history from there. We really really got started in 2019, had a little bit of a pause that we weren't expecting because of the pandemic, like everyone else. Um, and then, you know, kind of really pick things back up, um, 20 and, and end of 2020, 2021. Right on. Um, so how has the, um, what you saying that, how has the pandemic, so you started officially in 2019, right? Yes. And so how has the pandemic affected the movement of the breweries so far or has um, it? It, it, it has. Um, it, 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 in fact, it affected us. Um, infected. Oh, God. Infected. Well, no, and that, that's that's what happens to beer if it goes bad. Uh, <laughs> it affected us um, both in a negative way initially but ultimately in a positive way and you know i'm just gonna take a minute to you know always acknowledge our dear lord and jesus and savior uh <laughs> jesus yeah, christ yeah but uh because i'm sure we're all faith-based people here but god's timing is always important and um what we thought what we wanted to do at the at the time before the pandemic and what we wanted to do in terms of opening and things of that nature um wasn't what he had in mind for us and ultimately that pause that we took sent us in a totally different direction that we never would have ever seen for ourselves to the extent that mm -hmm. what we had envisioned for ourselves in 2019 versus what we see for ourselves in 2022 are two totally different things mm. um we're still moving forward with the same plans that we had um which is soon to be opening up our tap room over on 47th uh, at, at Sip and Saver in the Rosenwall. Um, our production facility will also be there. We have a, a, a signed nice. letter of intent for that space next door nice. to where Sip and Saver is to produce there. Um, but that would not have happened, I can tell you, without the pause that we had from the pandemic. But in particular, uh, some of the collaborations that we have done that are huge mm. for us, which is what we're looking at right now, the gazelle that some of us are drinking here, um, that that would not have happened had the pandemic not taken place. And so it gave us an opportunity to be creative uh, and to, to think outside of the box of what we even saw for ourselves and now has us on a trajectory that is greater than what we even had imagined in 2019. Um. That's 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 very very positive, and I hope that other uh, entrepreneurs can pull something from that. That's important. God's timing, man. That's real. That's real. It is real. Um, I, I, hey, listen, I, I could not acknowledge it yeah. <laughs> when I saw I the mean, opportunity because <laughs> that's what it was. One hundred percent. It's funny because you know we knew friend and through Oscar, you know, I, we were yeah. invited to um, like one of those early. Um, yeah, one of those like early sessions yeah. at, at the crib. Yeah, right. But we couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> yeah, make it for wow. some reason. I, I, I was know, working yeah, two I jobs remember. at that time. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah. yeah, but but in any event, like this might not have even happened mm -hmm. 
if the pandemic hadn't hadn't happened because we started talking to a lot of different people in a lot of different cities mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. this this the pandemic definitely was was uh you know it's a gift and a curse it was a blessing yeah. in disguise you know what i'm saying yeah so, and i think yeah. i think steve hit on it uh steve hit on it hit it right on the head just a collaboration based model. You know, we, like he said, with Tennessee Brew Works, we've collaborated with Lulu. You know, you all have been there for the Chicago and Common with the rest of the Black owned brewers um, and, and Haymarket. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I guess I had to do that. Um, even with Uncle Nearest, you know, us being the first brewery to, you know, have beer in Uncle Nearest barrels. So, you know, like, I think the pandemic really helped us even grow social media wise. You know, people knowing who we are just by kind of sharing networks with those that we kind of shared vision and product with. Right on, right on. So um, let me ask. Um, well, first, first of all, let me ask. Um, who is is Steve? Are you still the head brewer? Do you have other brewers? No, actually. Um, so I have relinquished that title. Um to someone that is better than myself, which is what any smart uh, leader would do. Um, you know, uh, being a leader is one thing and you have to acknowledge your t- talents there, but you also have to acknowledge your your, shortfall, your shortfalls. And um, one of the things from an entrepreneur and, and business perspective uh, that I quickly realized is, is that I can't play both roles. I can't play brewer and play CEO of Turner House Brewery and move the company forward. And so uh, fate would have it that we had the good fortune of um, really connecting, meeting and bonding with uh, Jason over mm. uh, Jason James, yeah. uh, who is the head brewer at Alulu. Um, Jason and I have very similar approaches to how we brew beer, um, how we infuse uh, different flavor profiles in the beer, how we push the, the limits of, you know, what traditional beers are, but playing on those traditional styles in a different way. I mean, it, it couldn't have been a, a, a better fit. And so um, we quickly became friends. And through that friendship, you know, uh, we asked him if he would be comfortable with coming on as our. Wow head brewer and head beer consultant uh, at this point. And uh, he uh, obliged us. And uh, so he, he's, he's now the mastermind in the, in the lab that's producing our product for us. Um, it's, our, mm. it's our core recipes that we perfected, right. uh, but he's now tweaking them and taking them up to another notch that, um, to be honest, I, I am just, I've been floored by it. Like, um, one thing that I, I was on another podcast out of Nashville, um, drinking partners, I think is what they call themselves in Nashville. But I've heard, um, we heard of and one of the guys there, um, I think that's another, isn't that another podcast name? That's I feel similar. like I've heard that name before, possibly. Yeah, yeah any yeah. anywho, then I think their name is Drinking Partners, but uh, a partners. And um, when we did the Gazelle release in Nashville, we did a live uh, podcast stream from the actual release. And um, one of the guys on there is aspiring to be a a brewer himself. 
and he has all these, you know, recipes that he's been working on. And one thing that I want to shout out Jason on is for any brewers that are looking to get into this business, you know, it's, it's a scary moment when you scale up from one gallon to five gallons to one barrel to three barrels to whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's scary. And it, and it makes you have to retool everything that you thought from the last batch that you made. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason has that type of experience and expertise to be able to scale the product up to where we don't lose an ounce of quality and what we produce in fact he even scales it up to the extent to where it elevates it yeah uh, mm-hmm. to to even better than what we even thought so mm-hmm. couldn't be more happy to have him as a part of the team he's, he's fantastic and i hope he sees this jason is the willy wonka of beer and i wouldn't i would not <laughs> got the recipe. You always say that he is yeah. up in that factory making magic yeah. yeah. Salute. And the one other thing that I have to add there, yes, but Jason's great. We love him. But I also do have to give a shout out to you of how we first met Jason was at an event that uh, Mickey from Black and Brew Chicago threw. And so that was the first, she was like, oh, you guys definitely got to come here. You got to meet this guy. You know, I think we had all been to Lulu before, but we had just yeah. never met Jason. And so um and jason was new remember he just got to lulu at that yeah yeah he was and so he had just gotten there yeah it was one of mickey's black river chicago um events that we made that initial connection and just really have blossomed through there and like steve and nate said we really were kind of able to benefit from the pandemic in that space and really get to um, do some collaborations with jason then during like when it was kind of a downtime for um, everyone else. Right on. Shout out to Mickey. Mickey is the GOAT. Yes. Shout out yes. to Mickey. Yes. Shout out, network, all Shout out Mickey. Yes. 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 Positive spirit too. Um, yeah. <laughs> to that end, um, can we talk about um, some of the range of the, the, the current range of beers you all have right now that, uh, Jason is cooking up or some of the beer that you all may have started with. Um, yeah. Uh, Blair, you want to take some of that? Yeah, I can. So first I just want to point out, I know y'all know this, but I know everyone else might know. So we name all of our beers after matriarchs in our family. And we really, Fire. not only do we name the beers after them, they're also the inspiration when creating a recipe. Um, and so we good. really put a lot of thought <laughs> and honor into our recipe making and flavor profiles. Um, so we have a range of beers. We like to think, we like to say, we have something for everyone, um, every type of beer drinker. And even if you don't think you're a beer drinker, um, we like to think that we have something that you enjoy too. So we have um, Helen, which is our grapefruit lager. Um, that's the one that we had at Haymarket during um, the Chicago Uncommon to Black residency. So that is named after our grandmother, like Steve started off saying that was the first uh, recipe that he did. And we kind of built off of that. Um, We have Marlene, which is our blood orange triple, um, which is 
Francesca's fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, um, that is named after uh, our cousin. So our first person in our generation um, to pass away, actually. So that's named after Marlene. Um, and then we have Eliza, which is our Saison, our Oak Saison. Um, Eliza was the matriarch in Please. our family. The, the no matriarch. one high. Yeah. <laughs> Like the godmother, like she called you, you have to answer, you know. Yeah, yeah. If, if we were at a family function and she said, Come here, you, you better hurry up over there, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> she, she was the top, the, the top chief. Yeah, True. running True. everything by her for sure. So she passed away a few years ago. So that's Eliza. And then we have Lola, um, which is a Steve's on. I'll, I'll pass it over to him to talk about Lola. Lola's yeah, so Lola is uh, my mom's sister. Um, and uh, she unfortunately uh, passed away a week after, sadly enough, um, the, uh, after my, gra my grandmother on my mom's side, uh, Hazel, which we also uh, named a beer after her. So Lola is our PB&J IPA. Uh, and in this case, it's peanut butter, basil, and jalapeno. Um, for the for the J, and then um, and and it's then uh, the hazel is our um, stout um, that has yet to be released at this particular point. But well, it's been released in other events that we've done, but we have not uh, made the official mass production release of that one as of yet. Mm -hmm. But those are our, those are our five mainstays. So for our taproom concept, when we officially open our doors, which will uh, hopefully, if anybody from the city of Chicago's uh, zoning and licensing board is watching this, we sure hope you give us those papers by the end of May and June. Uh, but uh, they are sitting on their desk right now. Uh, talked to our attorney on last Friday. And uh, we're just waiting for them to give us the, the green light. But when we open, um, those five beers will always be on tap, the ones that we just named. And then we'll do 10 other beers mm -hmm. that will be rotating, some seasonal, some are just experimental. And so that's, that's the, the, the concept of what you will get from Turner House Brewery's tap room. Mm. Man, I, man. <laughs> It's, I look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Y'all can move in. Y'all can move in. It's cool. You know what it is, man. So a lot of times with the podcast, a lot of times with the pod, you know, what I mean, I'm chilling and I'm quiet because I'm I'm just a fan. Like when we talked to you guys at a uh, Haymarket, and you guys had said that you know um, all the beers were named after matriarchs. That was just so impactful to me. Because Thank many you. of us, that's that that is that is the structure of many of our black families. Like the top mm -hmm. is not a patriarch; it, it is a matriarch. The mm -hmm. person is big mama, is mm -hmm. you know the the great aunt, the great grandma, or something like that. That is the most respective. So when I heard y'all saying that, uh, hey, mom, I'm like, yo, we gotta, they gotta tell this story. Come on, we gotta, we gotta let this story be. And and just the fact that is is Turner House. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's a lineage here, you know what I'm saying? That's that is just we're very appreciative of the love. That man. is dope. That is dope. Um, uh, let me ask though. Um, so this is a team effort. What's mm -hmm. everyone is everyone's role defined, or does everyone just kind of jump in and um 
well, assist with different things or? Yeah, so we're a small group. Uh, while everybody's small rolling. Small and mighty, small and mighty. <laughs> yeah, small and mighty, absolutely. We're a small group, but very mighty. Um, and while everybody's roles are defined, uh, it is pick up a bucket and help wherever you can. Uh, that's just, you know, I mean, that's, that's the nature of a small business. Um, so I pretty much focus on the business aspects of everything, uh, in terms of like what we're doing, uh, the finance, financial pieces of it. Um, I'm spearheading all of the, you know, getting ourselves open, the licensing, the leasing, all that stuff, the contracts that we make with breweries and, and, and other, you know, collaborations and things of that nature. That's my focus. Uh, Blair supports me wholeheartedly in all of that, but also focuses on relationship building with like uh, our relationship with Mickey and, and our relationship with other breweries. Uh, she kind of focuses in on that. Nate is a absolute, absolute whiz when it comes to media production, our videos, um, our social media presence, all of those things. I mean, he, I, I, you, you can't take a single thing away from, from him and what, what he does for us on that front. Uh, and then Ryan is new to the team because he has a DR in front of his name. Uh, he is Dr. Ryan Turner. Uh, and he is newly into the, the dentistry uh, ministry here oh, in Chicago, yeah. but he's been involved. Yeah, he's been involved from from day one uh, and was at that same table that we were all at that Blair mentioned at the repast of our grandmother. Uh, but he's been helping out with everything from pouring beer to moving kegs around to just kind of learning the ropes uh, now that he's back in Chicago after graduating, not even a year ago yet, uh, from, from dental school. Wow. Wow. Congrats. And then, there, and then there's another cousin that's not on here that I would be remiss to not mention, which is uh, Erica, who is the beautiful face that graces yes. the <laughs> here of the gazelle. Wow. Uh, that's Erica. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Erica also. The gazelle, so. the, yeah, Erica's new to the city. And so I kind of put her in the same category as Ryan. Uh, you know, but Erica also, though, um, is very good as well with like branding, aesthetics, color wheels. Like, so she's been helping retool a lot of what you see from us in terms of our branding. Uh, she is a branding genius, uh, absolute genius. And uh, um, all of us still hold down day jobs right now. Well, yeah. kind of with the exception of me, I made the switch at the top of 2022 to pretty much do Turner House Brew full time. But um, with the exception of a few things I do on the side, but Turner House Brew is my full time focus. Um, but aside from the beginning of the year, we all are champions in our own right, in our own professions. And I think that's what's the that's what makes a difference in this team and why we're so mighty, yet we're small. Um, Everybody on this call that you're talking to is a true professional in their own right, in their lane. Um, so that's that's what makes us really powerful. Okay. That's dope. So um, 
the next thing for Turner House, um, besides the 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 official brick and mortar mm-hmm. uh, brew pub, or is it called a brew pub? I don't want to misspeak. Yeah, it'll be a brew pub. That's that's correct. Yep. You got um, it. <laughs> so what's next, though? What's next for Turner House? Um, I'll start and then I'll let it go around the room a little bit on our side. Um, big picture stuff is obviously, yeah, once we get that open, then um, actually getting the tap room open is one thing. The second thing to that is getting the production space open, right. which is a totally different animal. Um, but that will be the wow. immediate next step. Then after that, as far as locally is concerned, um, you know, we're going to continue to focus on producing some fantastic beers and expanding our reach. We're not uh, a distribution, uh, math, you know, we're not, we're not a production facility brewery. Uh, mm-hmm. We're a small batch. You come drink it out of our tap room or maybe a few select accounts across the city that we'll have self-distribution at, but that's pretty much that. And then outside of that, uh, we're looking to get into other markets um, and, and with Nashville, Tennessee being um, my hometown, it's a comfortable place for us to go. And so uh, I'm really focused on once we get the green light for uh, Chicago to open up, I'm immediately shifting my focus to open up something in Nashville. Right on, right on, right on. Um... Anybody else? Yeah, I can just say, yeah. Kind of picking up off of that, you know, we're, yes, opening the the tap room, but really, we're really excited to open a space for for the community, right? Like, you know, there is not many uh, breweries, really, uh, south of the loop. Very, very few, and really none in the area that we'll be in in Bronzeville. So we are really just looking forward to, having that space for you know anyone anyone to go to but particularly like having that black owned brewery space on the south side of chicago um and a place that we can call home i think is something that's all really near and dear to our heart and and we love the bronzeville community and just looking to build up more in that space and really become a, a part of that community yeah, uh, and then I'll just kind of pick it up from there. We've got the summer's worth of events, High Park Summerfest. Uh, we're looking forward to, you know, being a part of that uh, in, in, in any capacity, really. She's kind of spearheading working with those folks. I'm excited to see where our relationship with Uncle Nearest grows. Uh, I won't say much. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave you we'll leave you a next can't say conversation. Much. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, but I know that they're very enthusiastic. Uh, not only did we do our release with them in Tennessee, but they made sure to send the team to the release in Chicago. And uh, I don't know, it just kind of let us know that they're really invested in us and our story. Uh, like like us, they are very family based uh, and generationally uh, influenced. So I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, I'm looking forward for you all to see what happens next with uh, Turner House and and Uncle Nearest. Word up. Uh, yeah, for me, just I'm... picking up off what everybody said. It's all it's all exciting, and I would say for me specifically, uh, just being able to kind of finish school and come back home and just have my my imprint here. I'm I'm very excited for just expanding in the Chicago network as a as itself. You know, the tap room's one thing, Uncle Nearest is one thing, even Nashville is something, you know, I look forward to as well. But just being back with family and, and friends and being in this local network that has always been home to me has always been uh something I wanted to do. Being far away was difficult. So, you know, I'm just excited to 
you know, just have my imprint and just help, you know. That's but I would up, say definitely man. the Chicago, the Chicago market is something I want to expand upon. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely uh looking forward to seeing you all in the Bronzeville area. That 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 that's that's I enjoy fun. that area. You know what I'm saying? I like I like that area. It's gonna be fun. You know? It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yes, it, it's for sure. it's needed and it's on time. I mean, if you look at the development, I, I live in Bronzeville. I'm sitting right here, two blocks away from our tap, our future tap room. Literally, right. uh, I, I walk to it all the time. Um, if you just look at the development that is happening in Bronzeville, um, it's 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 astounding. Uh, yeah. Number one, but number two. Um, it's exciting to be black right now with a brewery coming to Bronzeville. Uh, reason being is because it's a whole black renaissance that is happening in Bronzeville that is low key right now, and people don't even realize it. I mean, you guys, some, it's been happening for a while. Like that's it's been happening. It's been a good. slow bubble for yeah. a while, but it's on the low still because I mean, you got like. I'm going to tell you somebody that I really admire and I'm just going to shot, shot them out right now. Um, that's cool. in Bronzeville, but, um, Cleo's soul food. Mm-hmm. Have y'all had that? Oh, it's, it's the, it like, and mind you, I'm from the South. Right. So look, I <laughs> not don't play about my soul food. And in fact, when I first moved here, I was struggling to find a place that I was like, yeah, this is decent. Right. Like, you know, like, right, nah. Right. So they are making amazing food over there. Amazing food. And so shout out to them. I'm a huge fan. I think they know I'm a huge fan now, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of what they're doing. But then also you have, um, oh man, what's my man's name? He actually gave me a call. I feel so bad for forgetting his name at the time, but um the guy that owns uh, is it Eric? The guy that owns uh, Silver Room. Oh, Silver Room. Yeah, yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Eric. Okay, I did. I got his name right because my yeah. middle name is Eric. That's what we laughed about on the yeah, on yeah, the yeah. But he even reached out to me about us opening up because he's that's opening a good up Bronzeville Winery. That's a good connection. Yeah, that's, that's a great connection. Eric is the man. No, no, and, Eric and, and, is the man. Shout out to Eric, man. Like I, I, I appreciate him reaching out to me, and I, I don't even know how he found my number, but he did. And <laughs> he gave me a call and we had a beautiful conversation nope. about just yeah. what's going on in Bronzeville. And, you know, between myself, him, Trez with Sip and Saber, Trez with the two locations in Bronzeville plus yeah. High Park, we are all the pioneers. And honestly, shout out to yeah. Trez. Trez is the pioneer in Bronzeville. Trez, yeah. He had his coffee Trez. shop on 43rd before any of this was happening. But yeah. Is that Sip and Saber? We're all pioneers. Yeah, yeah. Trez, yeah. Sip and Saber, yeah. Yeah, Trez Pugh. We're all pioneers in this renaissance that's happening in Bronzeville, and I could not be more grateful yeah. to be a, a part of that number that, that, that we are contributing to what's happening in this area and just excited to be here for it. Yeah, I definitely think you all will do well in that area. That's it's that's a, a vibe over there. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It sir. is. Yes, sir. It's, I, I love like, driving around here, just seeing everything yeah. popping up. 
It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially in the summertime. The sun, oh, you're not yeah. far from the lake. You know we saying? can taste it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. We right it, was, it was cold today, but that 70, 70 degree day. Yeah. Hey, it was cold today, but what was I outside doing? Look, living life. <laughs> Grilling. <laughs> Grilling. Right. That first day. On that grill. <laughs> but yeah, so. All right, so we're looking forward to all of the things that y'all got got coming up. Let's uh, let's talk about a little bit of music. Let's talk about a little oh, bit of man. music. Let's, let's get shift it. gears a little bit. Switch switch, switch it up a little bit. <laughs> um, Ot, what you want to get into, man? Yeah, man. I I, I look look. While I, I was at the event out south, and when when I, I was talking to Nate real quick, he was like, "Man, I, I got to come on there and talk about some music." So I can't I can't leave. Without posing, just a quick, quick lightning round. I'm gonna just go around right. the table. We simple, simple, simple uh, question, simple answer. All right. Your favorite rapper of all time is whoever wants to go that, first. That's such a hard. That's such a. It's a, a tough question. question. Can you repeat the question, man? No, I, it's I not. Jay Jay Z for me, right out of there. Yeah, but like that just feels like a cliche answer. So I'm glad Steve said Jay Z. I'm a I'm a bounce to Kendrick. I think Kendrick is the most of all time. Ken, Kendrick Lamar is an alien. I'm telling you, he's black. Funny you said mixed that. with Rakim, mixed with like it's it's so many elements of Kendrick that I mean I I that's my favorite. I I can't even be mad at Kendrick because his storytelling is kind of by far to me that st- speaks out. True, um, and he does on every album multiple songs, and it's like you just got. Take it in for what it is. Uh, it's crazy you mentioned Kendrick because I listened to him on the ride home from work today. The whole ride home <laughs> going through um, to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, get ready. So, yeah, I'm getting ready for the True, true, true. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't say Andre 3000. Oh, no. <laughs> Very talented, not enough discography. But we don't have to that's, a, that's a personal. That's a personal. That was a personal. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> made and, and not enough discography. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> where Steve and Oscar get on me because I'm young. But yeah, he just don't got enough solo music for me. I'm sorry. I, I, I would I would agree with I don't went out on mine. I, I would agree. It was that. best artist, best rapper. Best, yeah. best, best for favorite rapper. Your favorite, favorite rapper? rapper. Yes, is yeah. Oh man, first album I was ever allowed to buy and Blair knows is college dropout. So I'm I'm a hey, go. Right? We grew up together, girl. We it's the same day. You can say it too. <laughs> but okay, she doesn't. I'll, I'll give her. I'll give her kind of uh, I love Kendrick too. I would say Jay Z's obviously easy. Uh, somebody else that I always enjoyed though uh, was, was Biggie. Man, I can always play Biggie. Uh, okay. Day. Oh, I think he got a bad one. Soulful, no, just soulful, very smooth, very smooth. Um, and that, okay. that started when I was younger too. So I would say big. Blair, you have time. Well, yeah. yes, Brian yeah. stole mine, but I was going Kanye. Yeah. I know he's crazy. I don't love everything he says, but he, musically he's, he's inclined to produce. Okay, musically he's different. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Nah, I look at that. I like that mixed bag though. That's we need y'all. Yeah, need well, y'all. what's y'all's though? Oh. I don't have. See, I don't have one. See, it's hard. Yeah, no, it's, you gotta. Oh, have one. Come on, come on. Everybody one. can pick three. Oh, Everybody man. can pick three. That's no, easy. You gotta pick one. Now, 
one is hard. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I even started Man. on one is hard because I like different artists for different top reasons. Two. Like top two. Top two artists of all time. God. Hey, y'all ask the question. Yeah. I haven't. I don't know. Your question. I don't know what he's doing. I think because of uh, longevity for me is Jay-Z undoubtedly. Yeah, and that's why I picked Jay-Z as well. Longevity evolving over the years, like yeah. how many decades he's like been consistent, is undoubtedly like this man is like I mean, next level. And, and like, just to go, I know you guys honorable good. mention would be Kanye uh, as a as an honorable yeah. mention. These are but all good Jay-Z, answers. His, he's transitioning. And, he's, and, and he's here. Jay Z well. still doing it with that yeah, last. Yeah, he's he 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 he's got I mean, he just came out with a dope ass verse on Pushes. With that verse with Pushes, exactly. I know Kamal didn't like it. <laughs> Hope got good verses in 2022, bro. Yeah, it's 2022. Strong, and he's sitting courtside <laughs> on the, listen, the playoff listen, game listen. dropping these. Wait, wait. Just listen to, listen to this for a second. That means a little nigga that was born in 2000 is listening to him as a 22-year-old like, man, that guy got bars. That's true. <laughs> Who That's can true. say that? That's true. All right, come on. We need we need we need one two, of your picks, man. At least one. two artists. He no said way, Kanye. One, but you could give us two. Look, man. So <laughs> wow. Uh, he said, look. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, All right. I'll make it. Not... I'll make it simple for you. I'll make it simple for you. I'll make it simple for you. One artist. You can only listen to one artist for the rest of your life. Who would you choose? That's a good one. I'm gonna keep it real, man. If I can only listen to one artist for the I'm rest, for the rest of, of my life. life, enough to um, keep you keep you decent for the rest of your the, life. He throwing the radio out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. He's no. stuck in the mud. He's <laughs> stuck in the mud. <laughs> to be, uh, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, to be perfectly honest, it might be. It might have to be some something from Wu Tang, man. It might have to be like. Okay. okay. That's, that's how you feel. Let me ask you. I, can I ask y'all a question? I've been what? dying to ask since you brought up Wu Tang. So, like my favorite group right now, like they are just killing the game in my opinion in hip hop. I know you're going. Griselda. Oh yeah, absolutely. Them Griselda niggas. Hey, yeah. they the new Wu Tang. They the new they everybody. Are. Like they, they the new Dipset. Yeah. All of that. I was they are killing it. I get, are, I get they are. vibes. They, they are killing yeah. it. When they're, when they're ever on a song, it's kind of like overwhelming at a certain No, point. it's like, man, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, and, they, and, and Steve, I need to say, we need to go to that concert still. I'm going to just say that to the family. Oh, yeah, no, we're here. Nate, you heard me too. Uh, yeah, hey, we, we just, all going. Everybody we all need to go. Concert. <laughs> yeah. I got my second one. Y'all ready? Y'all all right, good? go ahead. Yeah. Let's yeah, get yeah, Drake. Greatest rap album of all time is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy of all time or just subjectively. Wait, Ryan, what'd you say? I said my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I'm not mad at that though. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. It's a personal favorite. I know people say that about Kanye, but for me. Late registration is actually my favorite Kanye album. I, I, Very good I album. Very good album. Exactly I'm with you on that. I respect that as well. Very good album. I would just say, uh, I say my beautiful dark was a fancy just because of the production was just so mm-hmm. for sure. For over sure. the top. I mean, he was rapping too, but the production like sonically. Yeah, overall. and the 
the features he had on it. Exactly. Like, it was, it was, it was a movie. complete Apple. body of work. Yeah. And see, this, um, this is better than the barbershop conversation. Because, you know, you got the OGs at the barbershop. You'd be like, man, Rakim, let the rhythm hit him. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rakim. I'm not going to disrespect Rakim. But, like, I'm sorry. It was hard for me to listen to. The boom bap, I was, I'm younger than most. Rakim is really good. No, but, Rakim, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Rakim, Nick. Let's go. Let's go. What you got? I'm gonna say yeah. the I'm gonna say the cool by Lupe Fiasco. Great album. That's Great my album. favorite album all That's time. OG. Great he took the headphones. Great off. album. That's OG boy. That's OG boy. That's OG boy. With That's like OG boy. the cool, and then late registration is one A, but like the cool for me. The cool. Okay. Fun fact. First, it was two rap albums of me and Blair could first buy. One was the cool, yeah. and one was college dropout. And that was funny. <laughs> we about to embarrass ourselves. They're both the clean version. Both the clean version. <laughs> <laughs> and we played them in the car for years straight. Years straight. Walk there. Sharon wasn't playing. Steve, what you got, man? That's too funny. Man, so, and I'm going to say that this is probably tainted by nostalgia, but it's just why it's my favorite. Gonna have to keep it with Jay-Z. The Blueprint, one, mm, yeah. I was in college. I was spending a lot of time on the road, driving back and forth from Atlanta to Nashville. I went to school in Atlanta. And um, man, I would just play that album on repeat, like three and a half hours, just listening to that shit the whole ride. Mm -hmm. um, but oh, again, man. honorable mention, I would have to go with Ryan as the my... Uh, sick twisted dark fantasy. Uh, that that's uh, I, honestly, and I ain't gonna lie, Ryan. I'm gonna throw in from the Kanye uh, uh, body of work. Um, I'm gonna throw in my uh, I'm gonna throw in uh, Life of Pablo. Yeah, you love Life of Pablo. Wow. Life of Pablo is no, because here, here's my thing about Life of Pablo, and this is my thing about any artist, anybody on this call from my team will tell you. You will be hard pressed to find somebody that's a more of a fan of music than I am. I played music at one point in my yeah. life. Mm -hmm. uh, I played a couple of different instruments, and I listen to everything from country western yeah. to. I mean, I listen to shit. You come to my house, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, man, what's this nigga on?" That being said, what I appreciate about any artist is their transition in their artistry. Right. You, you can't be the same artist that you started off as, in my opinion, for me to really respect you. Mm -hmm. You got to transition and age well over time. Mm -hmm. And so the Life of Pablo album, after coming out of Sick Twisted Beautiful Fantasy or whatever whatever that one is we talking yeah. about, Dark, mind dark. That trend, you already felt that transition from Kanye from late registration, college dropout, all that to that. But then he elevated it when he went from that to life of Pablo, even. And it was like, damn, this this nigga's creating new sounds. Like, hey, like playing? whole new sounds. Like, and like the life of the life of Pablo is kind of like he was just he came into the light a little different. Like he was full blown. Like I am, I am the fashion guy. I am, you know, the top hip hop guy. It was kind of like a, I kind of feel like that album was almost like a flex too. Like I still can yeah. do it. 
And I'm gonna drop this. I'm gonna drop this holding line on you. I'm gonna drop these shoes on you. I'm gonna drop this album on you. I'm gonna drop this tour. It's like it's kind of like I feel like I feel exactly what you feel like, but I feel that way about his most recent album. That's the one I'm like, all right, you like he made that one to hang on the wall. That was art. He just wanted that one to like you ain't really supposed to listen to that. You just supposed to put that on the wall. That's a conversation piece. Like. But life of yeah. honestly, NFT. I think life of Pablo set the stage for Thanks. what what we just Thanks. got. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I agree I with that. I, that. Too. I enjoyed that. I definitely that. think life of Pablo is his transitional album. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. He was, it is. He I, was, I, I, that's when we started the gospel blown. a little bit. That's when we start hearing choirs, gospel, yeah. all gospel, that stuff. Right? It, yeah. All oh, my Dean is a classic. My Dean's a classic. He just dropped that little samples mixtape too, whatever it is on. on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, how do you guys feel about 808 and Heartbreaks then? Because oh, I feel fire. like that was Kanye kind of like going in but, a different, different. But but that's Kanye here. though. Kanye does these like he has yeah, he eras yeah. where he he'll try different things. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he hated that album. I love that album. Oh, I love that album. I but love that album. Out, but like, shout out to Kid Cudi though, because that, yeah, that was a lot of Cudi's. That was a lot of Cudi sound design and and yeah. influence. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You gotta see the yeah. picture on the wall. You know. True, 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 <laughs> true. I, I have to I have to date myself and answer just a bit. Uh, my favorite album of all time is Illmatic by Nas. That, that's not right. album. Okay, I'm, I'm an early yeah, that, '80s that baby. Brother, that brother read right. books. Respect. <laughs> hey, hey, let me like tell, let me say something. Let me say something. When a nigga pull out Illmatic as a favorite album, you already know where they at. Oh, I know, I know where you at. I know, <laughs> I know who you are. I'm better than all of you all. I know who you are. Come on, come on. What you got? What you got? You got anything? Don't let us down. Come on, give us something. You can't tape. make a choice. Um, see, man, it's it'd be hard for me to pick one. Oh, oh man, how you not gonna how you gonna ask him and not have him, man? How you gonna ask but not have him? It's hard to pick one. I like I like so two. many different artists. Two. Yeah, I'll even go to three. I'll go to three. If I'm gonna pick, if I'm a, I'm gonna say two. I would probably say Iron Man, Ghostface Killer, Iron Man. Okay. Um, I could throw that on at any time, man. Um, okay. I could. Come in at any point is good all the time. Um, another album that I I go to, like I got a lot of go-to albums. Mm. Yeah, just I Best mean best of all of time. Don't let it it's don't be stressed. It's okay. I know I be stressing. <laughs> I stress over these types of questions because I feel like it's like in in the history books, come on said this. <laughs> but like definitely Iron Man. Um I like Operation Operation Doomsday by MF Doom. RIP. Um RIP man. Um uh black thought i mean not black thought but the black star album is black, up there for album. me okay yeah. great album. um i'll go so with those for crate. now you like you digging in the creek digging you digging yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, all, you, all, you in here like <laughs> you <laughs> <know what I'm laughs> but that but that's what i can think of like 
if I could throw any of those on and just like let it play, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, that that's that's, that's those true. type of albums too. And I'm always what? entertained, like those like I'm always entertained by an artist mm. like Ghostface or MF Doom, like they're always entertaining for me too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I can mention I could I could have said uh Missy's Miss E album, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. That joint is hard. That yeah. joint yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're sick for that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> but though, but I it's so many different flavors of out like it's hard to pick just that's real. It's hard to real. I'm surprised right. nobody said uh, I think like Steve said, it's just based on nostalgia. Like the cool yeah. was the first album I Man. had and my first whip. The and queen. then, like, even like going back to it, like, if you listen to Streets on Fire, he's talking about COVID. Ooh, yeah, like, just go back and like yeah, listen to it. Like, wow, he's talking about. We talked about this before too. Yeah, he is wow. talking about COVID. Yeah, like, just <laughs> listeners, don't like after you finish this episode, we're almost done. Go listen to Lupe Fiasco, Streets is on Fire, and like, damn, the virus is spreading in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> There's no safe wow. no, no protection. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, like, the cool was, like, he talked about a little bit of everything. like Yeah. A little bit of violence, a little bit about being different, a little bit about being educational, a little bit about COVID, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I was, I'm surprised about. nobody said Watch the Throne since people said Jay-Z and Kanye. And- yeah. That's a good mix. That's a good, that's a good album. I have to throw a, a unsolicited shameless plug for, you know, Hyde Park Summerfest. Oh, yeah. What is it, 15 year anniversary? Is that right? 20 uh, year? 20 is year? it? Wow. It's wow. 15 or 20. I think it's, I, I don't want to check my Instagram. Yeah, it's 15 or 20 I'm going to just pull year. it up on Spotify. Oh, which one? Of the cool. It's yeah, 15. Yeah. It's it came out in 07. It was 07. Oh, oh, he so got yeah, off the top 15. of the head. Yeah. I'm a Fanny Fan fan. Okay, cool. okay. Oh, yeah. I'm a Fanny Fan fan. So, I, absolutely, yeah. yeah. The cool is one of my joints, man. One last one before we get y'all out here, man. It's Brew Day. You get one artist to play on, on Brew Day. Regardless of whether you're collaborating and you're at wherever, you're at Alulu, you're at Haymark, wherever, what artist you're listening to. Just one word answer. I'm going to go Steve first. Go ahead. Yeah, Alabama Shakes. Okay. Yeah, I, I figured that. I knew he <laughs> was doing now. I'm like Brittany cool. Howard, Alabama Shakes. Uh 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 Nate. Kanye Tiller. Blair. I don't know. I'm gonna have to stick with Kanye, I think. <laughs> or literally, no, honestly, it was just me and we listening to to R and B, like R and B, who run the world? Blair. Ryan, it's on you. You got one artist you putting on to get you through the day. What you, what you, what you got? And it's Brute release party. Well, no, just Brute. Oh, Brute, us is brewing. Oh, 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 to get through the day. I may go R and B too. Um, Kanye's a good choice, but I feel like you know I threw that out there. I'm thinking of mine right now. <laughs> you don't Thank, you. You. Thank you. Please pick Brune one. Is like a, it's almost like a relaxing thing. I, I put on a compilation. <laughs> I may go Badu just to have it in the background. Oh, Badu, yeah, all right, all right. Uh, okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna do second to that. It's because me and my mom was texting about this morning. 
I'm gonna do Maxwell, but that's just me. All right. Damn, all right. that's a sexy ass beer right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's Ryan not beer. only brewing on Google. <laughs> <laughs> that's a saison for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> just a chilling with it. Chilling with it. Tell everybody where exactly. they can follow y'all at on all your platforms, whatever. Tell everybody what's up, man. Twitter, Instagram, wherever they can follow. Nate, you. I'll let you handle that. Okay, so yeah, we're uh, first website turnerhousebrew.com. Uh, please subscribe. You'll get all of our notifications for you know events and when we're doing releases, etc. Uh, we're Turner House Brewery on Instagram uh, and Facebook, uh, and yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. Uh, so yeah, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're starting TikTok. Yeah. So yeah, for the for the young folks, if you all are on here listening, uh, the, the Gen Zers, yeah, we're on TikTok as well. Turner House Brewery. Okay. H A U S. Yeah. Uh, like the, the yeah. like the Germans. Nine. Yes. Beers and bars. Come on. You can look at you can look at the bottom of your screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Bars. Thank you all.